0: a correlation between design and function when i did uh, a level biology under father jared farfan of patima college uh, we used a textbook called biology a functional approach by mbv roberts and we learned then that form and function should be one that form follows function in fact the purpose of design is function and i want to start my presentation by looking at a quick backdrop of the genetic bioweapons industry And I think the world first became aware of the fact that there was such such a bioweapons industry when uh, a gentleman by the name of Dr. Leonard Horowitz published a book called Emerging Viruses in 1996. Emerging Viruses, AIDS and Ebola, Natural or Intentional, that was the title of the book. And in this academic treatise, and he's a virologist and a vaccinologist, he proved that AIDS and Ebola Uh, manufactured uh, viruses, uh, engineered in a laboratory. Hmm. His academic treaties have stood the test of time. It has never been refuted. And and we know that uh, the way academics stand and fall is on being presented and refuted. This has never been refuted. And uh, the genetic bioweapons industry is the most covert industry on planet Earth, but it exists. I would like to go further by saying that um, William Cohen The former U.S. Secretary of State in 1997, Cohen referred to the concept of an ethnic bioweapon as a possible risk. In 1998, some biological weapon experts considered such a genetic weapon plausible. And you know when they say that, it means they've already produced it and they're they're stockpiling it and waiting to use it. Uh, And that research was being done on how certain substances can influence human genes. That was 1998. Ten years later, in 2008, the U.S. government congressional committee uh, uh, sat under the under under the title under the label "genetics and other human modification technologies." A new kind of arms race, people, a new kind of arms race is happening, and and somebody said, and, and in that committee said there are attempts to manipulate human genetics in ways that would horrify us, and so that was 2008. Let me go a little further and go beyond William Cohen. And we want to introduce you to somebody called Dr. Francis Boyle, very, very significant gentleman. I think we have a, a photo of Dr. Boyle that we could put up. Dr. Francis Boyle is an international law expert. He's also an, an expert on uh, genetic bioweapons. And he was a gentleman who framed the Anti-Terrorism Act. It's called the Bioweapons Anti-Terrorism Act, or BWATA. It was framed in 1989, signed into law in 1990 by by President George W. Bush, with unanimous approval from the U.S. Senate and the U.S. Congress. And so, uh, if there is a a Genetic Bioweapons Anti-Terrorism Act, it means, obviously, there must be a genetic bioweapons industry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want you to know, people, that on this Earth, 22 nations on planet Earth have what we call BSL-4 labs. A BSL-4 lab means biosafety level 4. Uh, biosafety level 4 is the highest level of biosafety. And in these labs, they make pathogens, deadly pathogens. Uh, I also want you to know that 16 nations on planet Earth stockpile genetic bioweapons. 16 nations stockpile. They have them in their armory. There's a new arms race going on. And I want to give you a quote from Dr. Francis Boyle. Dr. Francis Boyle, the framer of the Anti-Terrorism Act, says this, uh, international law expert, bioweapons expert, SARS-CoV-2 is an offensive biological warfare agent made in a lab and engineered with gain of function properties. He wow. said that in February 2020. I have I have quoted this in my in a documentary I did. It's on YouTube called Watchman What of the Night Part One, where I, I spelled this out very clearly. Wow. And he, is, he has come to the conclusion, and this is gonna shock you. Amen. Uh, put on your seat belts, this is gonna shock you. He has come to the conclusion that SARS CoV-2 is a tripartite chimera. And it is composed of one, SARS, the original SARS. Uh, but and he says SARS uh, is already weaponized, and then that SARS virus was enhanced by gain-of-function properties, and step three, they were all then uh, genetically recombined with an HIV virus. That's the virus that causes AIDS. So a tripartite chimera. If you think I am kidding, I have some notes here that I can refer to. And uh, they, I call them smoking gun one, two, and three. Francis Boyle quoting from an article called Antiviral Research, February 10, 2020, uh, written by three French scientists and one Canadian scientist from Montreal, said the Wuhan Wuhan coronavirus genetic analysis may provide a gain of function to 2019 novel coronavirus. Wuhan coronavirus genetic analysis May provide a gain of function to 2019 novel coronavirus for efficient spreading in human population compared to other beta coronaviruses he says that is a smoking gun it was genetically engineered for efficient spreading in human population wow that's recorded gain of function if you don't know what gain of function means gain of function means genetically engineered to be more lethal more virulent more infectious and to mutate or adapt more readily with slight increases in immune selection pressure from the population. It's also called accelerated viral evolution. And uh, I saw Dr. Gill refer to that in his campaign about, uh, and he used the the colloquial balance, just so. Viruses don't just so jump from animal to human. Uh, Smoking gun number two, UNC, and that's the University of North Carolina, don't be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) The University of North Carolina labs at Chapel Hill, uh, brought a team together to do an experiment and part of the North Carolina University team was uh, they, they were joined by a gentleman from China called dr. Zeng Li Shi Dr. Zeng Li Shi He was from the Wuhan Institute of Virology and the Chinese Academy of Sciences And in fact Wuhan gave a grant to University of North Carolina So their scientists could be involved in this in this experiment. They imported uh SARS cells, SARS viruses from, from the Fort Detrick labs. And for those of you who know geopolitics and covert geopolitics, very necessary for any Bible prophecy teacher or any pastor in this day to know, amen, Fort Detrick, the Fort Detrick labs are the US's, the US's main BSL4 labs where they research, stockpile and test genetic bioweapons. And so, so this team given a grant uh, by China uh, we're working on, on, on increasing the pathogenicity of the SARS samples that they got from Fort Dietrich. Smoking gun number three, uh, research at the Australian Animal Health Lab was funded by the Chinese Ministry of Science and Technology, along with the, the, the other two I mentioned, the Wuhan Institute and the Academy of Sciences from China, and the experimental goal was to coalesce the initial weaponized SARS virus. Uh, enhance it with gain-of-function properties, and then coalesce it genetically to an HIV virus, even therefore forming the tripartite chimera. And so I'm I'm listening to you where these experiments took place. Let me go a little further. Smoking gun number four. Indian scientists did an analysis on the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and they said that they definitely found elements of the HIV virus in the genomic sequencing. So this was confirmed by a team from India. And uh, let me mention to you that uh, HIV is a retrovirus. Retroviruses use mRNA to inject their stuff into the cell. And uh, when the mRNA is injected into the cell, there is something called retrointegration that takes place. And that means that the, the mRNA is converted back into DNA and then it, it coalesces with the, the chromosomal DNA of the host. Uh, so so retroviruses like HIV carry an enzyme called reverse transcriptase which changes mRNA back into DNA so it can coalesce with the... With the, the the genes in your nucleus. This means that when they said it's an mRNA vaccine and they said it will it will it will only go to the ribosomes and form proteins, that's not true. Even if it will be reconverted to the to DNA and affect your human genome. Wow. 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 So Francis Boyle says this: the most dangerous biological weapon ever released on the public is SARS-CoV-2. Wow. Now let me go to smoking gun. Which uh, number five? Smoking gun five? Smoking gun number five. Fauci's emails. Wow. Fauci's emails say this. Uh, well, first of all, we must note Fauci's vacillations. When, when he was called, when recently he was called to testify to the U.S. Congressional Committee, uh, and this is all on video record, he said no, U.S. taxpayers did not fund Wuhan, the Wuhan laboratory. Then he said yes u.s taxpayers did fund the 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 laboratory but it was a sub-grant then he said we funded it but there was no gain of function research then he said we did fund it uh there was gain of function research but it was but it was a sound scientific decision then he said it would have been negligent not to fund it so he kept he kept vacillating back and forth and i said this is all on record let me go further to another one of Fauci's emails this is from dr christian anderson And I'm proving to you that SARS is, that that SARS-CoV-2 is a genetic bioweapon. Dr. Christian Anderson in an email, a a, a secret email that was unlisted when Fauci's emails were exposed. He said the unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the genome. So no one has to look, so one has to look really closely at the sequence to see that some features look engineered. Wow. Smoking gun number six. Mm -hmm. Further, This is the same guy, Dr. Christian Anderson, writing in an email to Dr. Fauci. Further, I should mention that after discussions with Eddie, Bob and Mike, uh, his fellow virologists, we all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory. This is what Dr. Gill was referring to. The way a virus normally evolves, this virus didn't look like that. So they found number one, the virus looked engineered and it it looked inconsistent with evolutionary theory. Wow, so beloved, uh, this, this states very clearly that, uh, that SARS-CoV-2 is a genetic bioweapon. And uh, let's go to Charles Leibold. Charles Leibold is the head of biology and the head of chemical biology at Harvard University. He was. And this guy used to train graduate Chinese students. Yes, that's him up on the screen. Uh, he used to train, train graduate Chinese students in his lab. He's a microbiologist of the highest note and he has received over $15 million in defense contracts from the United States government to do just that, create, create genetic bioweapons. Uh, two, of his, two of his students wow. were arrested at the Logan International Airport in December 2019, smuggling 21 vials of sensitive biological material to Wuhan, China. Wow. And then Charles Leiber himself was arrested by the FBI on January 28, 2020, for espionage with China he was their consultant and, the, and actually was a hands-on builder of the BSL4 lab in Wuhan, China. China has one deluxe BSL4 lab. It was built by Charles Lieber through his consultancy. He was paid 150 million US dollars to do that and had a salary of 50,000 US a month from China. Amen. And so it has become very clear. That SARS-CoV-2 is not a kung fu virus or a Chinese virus, as some people say. It was it was due to Anglo-Asian complicity. Amen. LIBOR's involvement actually goes much deeper than I mentioned, it, but that's not for this paper. I will skip um, at this point. I have I have talked extensively about vaccine types and, uh, and uh, mass. Uh, uh, mass vaccination at the time of uh, a pandemic but i'm just going to hit on one thing quickly before I, I go to my final point yes i want you to understand that um, the vaccine types that are on the market pfizer moderna astrazeneca and johnson and johnson are all genetic vaccines they are mrna and viral vector vaccines that will affect your human genome they are not normal Amen. The normal vaccines that I got when I was a child and my children got when I was an adult, amen, are are attenuated or inactivated virus vaccines. And these vaccines are new technology, never before been deployed in the human population. They are tools of gene therapy or Frankenstein technology, as some people call it, amen, a mystery concoction. Amen. And they are not normal. Therefore, and I hear doctors on television conflating the two types of vaccines. There are tools of gene therapy. If SARS-CoV-2 is a bioweapon, then the code of the spike protein for SARS-CoV-2 injected into you you're having a bioweapon injected into you. Mm. And the spike protein, I won't go into the, the, the scientific details right now, but the spike protein is pathogenic and it will just it will damage you. Uh, Dr. Sukharid Bagley says it's a thrombogenic the vaccine is a thrombogenic vaccine. Mm. And he warns of neural venal thrombosis and he warns of the decimation of the human population. Mass uh, vaccination at the time of high at a time of high infectious pressure. That means at the time uh, thank you at the time when the when the, uh, the there is the pandemic is at its height that that causes it fuels a phenomenon known to all virologists i heard a virologist on television tv6 news last night mentioned this and uh, called viral immune escape and in a nutshell viral immune escape is this when you put a virus under pressure through a mass vaccination program the, vac- the vaccine-induced antibodies will stand up against the COVID-19 virus and, and fight it. And so the virus is on the run. Once a virus gets on the run, remember this virus is a, is a virus that especially, uh, it has gain-of-function properties. Yes. You put it under pressure, it changes, right. it shifts, it changes its cloak, it looks different. Wow. Amen. It becomes a variant. Wow. And, and the variant cannot be stopped by the vaccine-induced antibodies. Vaccine-induced antibodies also shut down your innate immune system. So the vaccinated have vaccine-induced antibodies that cannot stop a variant, and then they also shut down your innate immune system, so variants can come straight through and infect those who are vaccinated. That is viral immune escape. And that says that the vaccinated are defenseless against variants this is no longer a pandemic of COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 this is a pandemic of variants amen and there is something called recombination listen to me carefully why aren't our virologists telling us this amen Uh, recombination means that a vaccinated host can be infected by more than one variant at one time oh big deal Delta variant is in Trinidad you heard that amen well uh Dr. Peter McCullough says uh they don't have enough letters in the greek alphabet to name the variants Ooh. in fact there are over 100 variants already floating around all over the globe some some put it as 185. if a vaccinated host is infected uh co-infected by more than one variant the variants when they get inside they will have a party and they mix and they change DNA, and they, they camouflage, and they, 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 they mix their DNA. The recombinant DNA technology takes place, and it produces a super variant. Yeah. Amen. And if super variants are produced, nothing can stop them. And already they are saying that the I think the latest variant to come out, it's, it's it's vaccine resistant. Well, this is just the beginning. Dr. Su- uh, Dr. Kurt Van den Bosch warns. He said, if we do not immediately stop mass vaccination campaigns all around the world. The world will experience an international catastrophe of mass mortality. I didn't say that. He did. The vaccinated are a threat to us all. However, amen. We must, we, we must treat the vaccinated kindly. So. Amen. With, with with great empathy. Amen. With prayer. Amen. And, 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 and with humanity and love. Amen. Thank you, my brother. Amen. So so no discrimination against the vaccinated. That's amen. Right. amen. So yes, yes. Amen. So let me just close by saying this. Uh, let, let me mention also antibody-dependent enhancement, which is an autoimmune situation that, help, that also uh, is surface, surfaces during mass vaccination. And I'm going to just back and uh, uh, do a kind of uh, uh, add-on to some of the things that Bishop Gill said. I'm going to This section is called Follow the Money, and it's going to be quick. The pharmaceutical industry benefited from a law, the resurgence of a law called the DTC law, direct-to-consumer law, that that, that became very prevalent in 1997. It allowed pharmaceutical companies to to advertise prescription drugs directly through mass media to to their customers and consumers. This changed the game because it it meant that the pharmaceutical industry could pour millions and millions of dollars into the media. And uh, therefore, they effectively own the media and control the media. The pharmaceutical industries also uh, control the WHO, as Dr. Gill mentioned. In fact, 67% of the funding of the World Health Organization comes from the pharmaceutical industries. But that's not all. The pharmaceutical industries also contain the, control the US legislature the medical research uh, journals medical research journals you can't publish nothing unless they approve even the scientific journals the medical schools where doctors are trained are controlled by the pharmaceutical industry and now they have come home to us even even onto our own shores where they have co-opted control of national governments uh, public health authorities, medi- the medical fraternity, Jesus. the media, the business sector, and I'm sorry to say, the ecclesiastical leaders as well. So I want you to know that uh, the elected, the elite, and the ecclesiastics have, have, have struck hands together, Jesus. and they have decided they're going to vaccinate the entire world, and that's what we are suffering. That's what we are suffering from. Amen. Uh, so, so, so we, we Trinidad and Tobago, we are not following the real science. This is the real science. Mm-hmm. Amen. And this real science is being suppressed and censored. Right. Amen. We are effectively following the dictates of the pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. Amen. In other words, we're not following, we're not following the science. We're following the money. Right. Amen. And and, and and I am shocked to see right. I, I see giants in the church world falling yeah. because they been, you know it it is a it is a it is a it is a funny thing for the, the state to control the medical apparatus of a nation. Wow! Yeah. If the state dictates to the medical apparatus what to do, if they dictate to the business owners what to do, if they dictate to the churches what to do, are we still in a democracy? Are we still in a democracy? Have we crossed, crossed the line? And this is my last submission. Let me close with this. This is the death graph. By the way, um, Francis Boyle calls BSL4Labs uh, 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 death factories he calls that work death science 13,000 US scientists work in that field 13,000 here's a death graph I want to use as my pivotal date a date that the Prime Minister will remember very well Tuesday the 6th of April 2021 that was the day on which Dr. Keith Christopher Rowley uh, was supposed to be vaccinated but he came down uh, so sad with a COVID-19 infection but April 6th 2021 is also the day that the, the public mass vaccination campaign in Trinidad and Tobago was implemented. It started. I wanna use that as a central point. If I go back to March 2020, between March 2020 and April 6, 2021, 145 people died in Trinidad and Tobago. 145. Yes. And, uh, uh, and then, using April 6, 2021 again as a, as a, as a key point, from April 6, 2021, to August 13th, that's yesterday, because I only have figures up to yesterday, to August 13th, 2021, that's four months, 1,022 people have died. 1022. 1022 people have died uh, in four months, as opposed to 145 people. So when the vaccine, public vaccination campaign started, a death spike began. And in in, in a few months, uh, 1022 people died. 14% of people died before the vaccine. 86% of the people wow. died after the vaccine. Amazing. And good van den Bosch, in his model, he predicts that this is what would happen. And it's happening in 90% of the countries all over the world. That, that It means that the vaccines are causing the death spike. Let me say again. The vaccines are causing the death spike. The, the vaccinated are the spike, even, which is why our public health authorities cannot release the data and the statistics to show the deaths of the vaccinated. One doctor tried, and I haven't seen her since. <laughs> on your screen, that graph, you see you see that spike at the end of the graph? At, 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 where am I am sitting on the right-hand side of the graph, it may be opposite for you. A spike, the, the bottom of that spike, the bottom of that hill is April 6th april 6 2021 from that point on the spike just keeps going up that graph has never been shown on a COVID briefing what they do is they present segmented compartmentalized graphs of different f- facets but they never show you this this is this is the master graph this linear graph of deaths is a master graph it's still rising people since the vaccination rollout i close by saying this amen uh noah and his family resisted the whole world Amen. Uh, In standing against the evil of their day. Come on. Amen. Daniel. Daniel. And Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. (laughs) Amen. Stood against an empire and won. Come on, somebody. Esther change the command of a king by her faith and her prayer amen so i want to encourage all you christians out there yes. you think you're fighting a goliath amen well david defeated goliath in yes. my bible david defeated goliath yes. amen don't worry about the size of your opponent what bother about the size of your god oh, amen. god is god will prevail yes i optimistically submit to you prophetically submit to you that this this house this international house of cards will crumble there's going to be an international scandal and all those who were aiding and abetting it will find themselves in trouble